0: You're listening to the RE-MAX Hustle Podcast, brought to you
1: by Remax of Western Canada. Well, hi there, and welcome to the RE-MAX Hustle Podcast. My name is Wade Patterson. I'm a franchise development consultant with RE-MAX of Western Canada, and I'm your host for this audio experience. The RE-MAX Hustle Podcast is all about providing you with value by leveraging the knowledge and expertise of our RE-MAX network. On this episode, I'm joined by Dan Desale with REMAX First in Calgary, Alberta. Dan recently worked with buyers from BC and helped them purchase their Calgary home entirely through video and virtual techniques. Dan didn't actually meet the clients in person until possession day. He has been kind enough to join me on this episode of the podcast to talk about how he did this virtual transaction from start to finish. Dan, welcome to the REMAX Hustle Podcast. Thanks, Wade. Thanks for having me. Yeah, happy to have you on to chat about this. But before we get specifically into the transaction, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and how you got into real estate?
0: Yeah, absolutely, Wade. So I think myself, my, my passion for real estate really started at quite a young age. I witnessed my dad, who was a salesman. He, he wasn't very happy with with his setup for retirement and sort of looking at different ways to invest and landed on real estate. I was there watching him basically play Monopoly in real life, where he started buying up properties and fixing them up renting them out. And eventually, yeah, eventually ended up flipping them all and dropping the mic and hitting the golf course. (laughs) So that I think that was the start of it. I've done a whole bunch of different careers throughout my lifetime here so far and none of them really, really made me happy just in that it, it didn't feel like I was accomplishing anything at the end of the day, right? I didn't feel like I was doing any good. And so in the midst of me feeling that same way as what my dad had felt. I started investing in real estate myself and it just turned into this obsession that I couldn't get away from. I spent all my spare time looking online at homes and doing market analysis and all that other fun stuff and finally you know after talking about it with my wife over and over for long enough she told me to just shut up and do it (laughs) (laughs) and so so i did so i i started doing the online course and i burnt through that in any spare second that i had and got through it all pretty pretty quickly and then just walked in and put in my notice at my at my current job that i was at and said that's it I'm jumping into this with both feet. Uh, Fortunately, I had a really good friend who I met through my wife, who she was working with the Justin Haver team with REMAX First. And she said, you're coming in for an interview when she found out that this was what I was
1: doing. And the rest is history here, Wade. That's awesome. So let's dive right into the specific story that I mentioned in the bio there. How did you get introduced to these clients from British Columbia?
0: So they came online and they were they were looking around at different uh, at different sites and they landed on one of ours here. As a result of them landing on that site, they were uh, they were a lead that I ended up I ended up picking up and working with. I quickly saw that they were out in BC. I made a quick phone call to chat with them and just let them know that you know I was here to help them. And from there, saw that while well, there was no way we were going to be able to get in front of each other. So I sent out a video introducing myself and touch base with them after that. And yeah, we just we started the relationship
1: that way. And what did you use? Was it BombBomb to send out that original? It was BombBomb Wade. Yeah. So it makes sense that that initial reach out was done through video. Walk me through the rest of the process and how you substituted video in for tasks that might typically be done in person.
0: the first task in person would be the would have been the initial meet and sitting down with them and going through our buyer's guide unable to do that i sent through a link to them that had the that had a digital version of the buyer's guide and then sent sent out a video just reviewing a few aspects of it and from there touch base on the phone to be able to discuss it a little bit deeper Uh, Next step was getting an idea of what kind of homes they were looking for, which they they were sending me lists of ones that they were interested in, and I got out from there and did a a showing tour of one through BombBomb, just to to be able to show that look. You don't have to be here; we can actually look at homes from. You can look at them from the comfort of your own couch and get a good idea of what it is that you're looking for. From there, the next steps. Well, what you have to do is you you know you have to get get the consumer relationships guide right you need to discuss that with your client and have them uh, get them a full understanding of the different ways in which they can be represented and how we can represent them based on the type of brokerage that we work with being designated agency so i did that through video as well which that was a tough one to do i i had never done that through video beforehand so it was it was a little awkward trying to go through it all when it was just myself talking to the computer screen. There was a few takes on that one before I got it right, <laughs> and I sent that one out and then discussed with them about what this all means over the phone. Uh, from there, went through the went through the exclusive agreement as well on video through BombBomb and did the exact same thing with them on that so once I sent that all through and we had a chance to discuss in person they they felt very comfortable to move forward and to sign off that you know we were that we were working together exclusively and that I was going to be part of this journey with them Wade
1: and then going forward into things like inspections and that side of things was that all video as well
0: Yes. Yeah. So we actually, we, we were interested in one home. Uh, They were selling a home out in BC as well. So timing was a timing of everything was a factor with the fact that uh, they had a little bit of an issue selling their home out there. Uh, Once their agreement was completed with their, with their agent out there and it had timed out, I ended up recommending somebody who had worked at the Remax first office a while back who was living out there now so recommended him to them and he absolutely nailed it for them so once they did have a conditional deal in place that's when we really started shopping around and found you know found a few places that were interesting to them I uh, discussed them all in depth and ended up deciding on one uh, with that one we did a really in-depth walk through with myself going through the home again and just you know showing them absolutely every aspect of it try not to leave out any of the blemishes or anything so that they had a really good idea of what they were looking at. Uh, from there, we wrote an offer on it, accepted offer. And then, of course, yeah, we've got to do the inspections, which that was an interesting one as well. So the way that we did that was we did the walkthrough of the inspection, anything that they needed to be aware of, uh, did video through of the of the explanations of what we were looking at. And then prior to the inspector sending out the uh, the final report had him do a bomb bomb as well introducing himself so that they know who was working on their behalf and he went through a breakdown of everything he had found during the inspection before sending it out to them interested in learning more about a career in real estate head over to
1: joinremax.ca wow that's that's awesome so where i, I want to circle back where is this on the timeline of covid-19 and You know, I know initially these people being from British Columbia, there would have been distance challenges anyways, but was as this was all happening, was the coronavirus, the global pandemic concerns something that was becoming more and more apparent in the city?
0: It was to a certain extent, but not really. So this this would have been two weeks ago, two, two and a half weeks ago. So we weren't really in the type of situation that we're in now. Um now, looking back on the way that this all this all worked out, it was just it was a lot of it was timing that they weren't able to make it out for any of this stuff because they've still got their own lives their own work that they're dealing with at home right but looking back on things now and seeing how this all worked out, this is i mean this is in all reality this could be the future of our business or at least for the you know for the foreseeable future this could be the way that we need to need to do all of our operations
1: well that was going to be my question is now that we're somewhat we're still very early days into this situation but you know we know that it is kind of the new level of normal for at least the short term going forward has this given you some confidence that you're going to be able to continue to do your business it might be a little trickier but it is possible absolutely it has weighed
0: in you know, not only that, this is, a, this is a great story for me to be able to share with my with my clients who are considering making a move, but they're kind of on the fence because of the coronavirus here about the fact that I look at like this, this just happened recently. We walked through this entire process through video and there was, you know, no question in my clients' minds that I was looking out for their best interests. And I'm more than happy to do that for anybody who's interested, but doesn't want to leave the house and deal with this right now. So there's people who still need to sell. There's still people who really need to buy, right? So today, I mean, today was an example, I wasn't able to jump onto this call earlier, because I was in the middle of doing virtual tours for another client who they were interested, they didn't want to actually walk into homes themselves. And I explained the process that I went through with these other clients, and they were more than happy to oblige me to uh, to let me go out and show what I could do for them as well
1: was there anything beyond that from this I mean you mentioned kind of first time running through video for some of these circumstances but was there anything else that maybe other agents should be be aware of or a heads up or a tip for them going into dealing with the transaction in this way
0: one of the main things to pay attention to when you're doing a video of a home is the fact that it doesn't, you don't just want it to be the inside of the home. And I, I figured that out, you know, after, after doing a few filmings for them of, well, they probably want to know what the, what the neighborhood's like, what's our, what's our proximity towards any parks or anything like that. Right. So it's not just the home itself. It's the, are the neighbors, are the neighbors up keeping their, their property and their lawns? Where's the closest community center? And those are those were things that I was that I was asked that I had to kind of circle back on. So now I've made that a part of the process for what I'm doing right now, showing, you know, showing the street view, showing what the what the homes look like down the block and showing, you know, is there is there any any parts, anything nearby, walking trails, stuff like that. Right. That makes a lot
1: of sense. So what was it like then? I mean, you didn't actually meet these individuals face to face until possession day. What was it like finally meeting these people who you had been communicating with virtually? And what was their reaction to the house seeing it physically for the first time?
0: That's a that's a great question. That was actually it was a really exciting day. I was really nervous just because I had seen their pictures. Uh, we had done everything through Bomb Bomb. So it wasn't a two a two way video program. So I'd seen their pictures just on their driver's license scans and hadn't really met them in person. You know, I knew their voices. I knew what they looked like in theory. But it was, I was really nervous waiting for them to, to pull up in front of the home just because we had never actually met. Uh, it, was, it was pretty great meeting them in person and just seeing, you know, seeing their eyes light up when they saw the outside of the place and when they did the walkthrough and told me that it was, it was better than they had expected from the video but they just, they absolutely loved it. It was more work, right? It definitely was. There's no question about that. There was, it was definitely more work because had to really, really pay attention a little bit, a little bit deeper and a little bit further and ask more questions than you may have, have had to if it was a person in front of you and you were showing homes and walking through, right? So I had to have a, a much better idea of exactly what they liked and didn't like. So that I could put myself into their shoes and see through their eyes and get a, you know, get a really good feel of, is this the right home for them? Not for me, for them.
1: Since this is the Remax Hustle podcast, we like to end every episode with a hustle tip. And as you just mentioned, I mean, times are a little different right now, so it's not necessarily... Hustling the way it it was a few months ago, but what is your Remax hustle tip for accomplishing a task when you really need to get something done?
0: As long as I am able to help in any way possible, right now, that's really what that's really what my aim and my goal is. So I'm not I'm not contacting people trying to you know say, hey, are you ready? You ready to buy house? You ready to buy house? I'm I'm throwing the option out there. That if they are interested in that if you know they're on a timeline for whatever reason, whatever that timeline might be, whether it's personal, professional, whatever it is, and they need to get this done, we have ways of doing it. And I know that, you know, I'm going to be able to help a few people out in that way. At the same time, the volume definitely isn't going to be what it could be if we weren't dealing with the whole COVID situation here. That being said, showing value. To people by doing this for them, and doing the doing the virtual, you know, the virtual open houses, doing the virtual tours, even if a person's not ready right now, this just sets things up so that you're showing more value, and you're showing that you're listening to them into what's what they're looking for. You're showing that you can work outside of the box, and I think that goes a long ways as far as maintaining a relationship is concerned. Uh, also, in this you know in this time that we're facing right now, a lot of it is just reaching out and asking, "How are you doing? How's your family?" and just maintaining an open line of communication by honestly caring about about the you know the potential clients and what's what's going on in their lives right now. This will pass. and when this does pass, we just need to ensure that you know we've maintained communication and that we've shown value that we actually care. And at the end of the day, once this all clears up, we'll be able to hit the ground running because we've, you know, we've figured out different ways to work.
1: Well, thank you so much, Dan, for taking the time to share your knowledge on this episode of the Remax Hustle podcast. Yeah, thank you, Wade. This this has been great. And that's all for this episode. We hope you took away an idea or strategy to help grow your business and perhaps most importantly, allow you to continue that Remax Hustle. We'll catch you next time.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Remax Hustle podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from.